Hello and welcome. You are listening to Stuff You Should Know About Therapy. We are the number one podcast for seekers of mental health. We offer roughly quarter hour bites of therapy that you can finish in one sitting and take with you for the rest of the day. My name is Matthew and I'm a marriage and family therapist as well as a certified family life educator. The most valuable thing in our lives is attention. And I thank you for giving me yours for this podcast. I hope it serves you well. Let's get in to today's episode. Overlooking self-care is like never taking a car in for an oil change and being upset when it starts to pour smoke from the hood right as you're driving to somewhere really important. Why now? We are often screaming at ourselves, at least internally. We think ourselves weak for always breaking down when things get stressful, thinking that we should just buck up next time. The truth is, as most of us know deep down, that if we had bothered to do the maintenance, we wouldn't always be finding ourselves pluming smoke on the side of the road. The unglamorous truth about self-care is that it is a whole lot like brushing our teeth. While often not the most exciting thing, it can become something done automatically if we set ourselves up properly. Unlike brushing our teeth, self-care is going to look a little different for everyone. My family has a history of depression and anxiety, as well as a few more extreme mental illnesses. Just like when someone's father has a heart attack, they start looking at cardiovascular health a little differently. We should do the same with mental health. As a side note, it has been proven that only 5% of all genetic disorders are a certainty. What that means is that you can prevent up to 95 of all genetic disorders by changing behavior. We are not trapped by the genetics given to us by our parents. Every time we meditate, exercise, breathe consciously, or have a rewarding conversation, we are literally changing the expression of our genetic makeup in our cells. For me personally, if I don't meditate daily, I can feel my gears grinding. In fact, self-care takes up the first two and a half hours of my morning. Not everyone needs to be this extreme. I do this because I enjoy it and it makes me happy. The important factor 
is truly listening to our body and making sure it gets the maintenance that it requires. Being angry that our bodies can't go full throttle 24-7 is truly counterproductive. Respecting our limitations and finding them without judgment is a huge part of life. As I said, self-care can look differently for everyone. For example, my self-care routine consists of waking up and stretching even before I get out of bed. Once I feel like I've stretched out sufficiently, I drink a glass of water and get ready for the gym. I end my workout by going to the dry sauna and meditating. Once I get home, I'll play with my dog for a little bit before showering and starting my day. I have a friend, on the other hand, whose self-care consists of waking up, doing Wim Hof breathing exercises, journaling at least three pages, meditating, yoga, taking a cold shower, and drinking a cup of coffee. While these seem like two different types of self-care routine, they both work because we have individually tailored them for our specific needs. I've heard spirituality defined as taking reality on reality's terms. We often live in the world of fantasy or what-ifs. If I didn't feel so tired right now, I could finish this project. Well, the fact is that we do sometimes feel tired and we need to rest both physically, mentally, and spiritually. This isn't some inconvenience to our happiness. It is a signal from our body that we need to replenish. It is a signal from reality, in other words. To ignore this signal is to ignore reality. And of course, all things ignored will eventually find an expression. The reality of life is that life is more about maintenance than most of us romantics would like to think. Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance is a book about finding the beauty in maintenance as opposed to running away from it. To that end, self-care is simply self-maintenance. It all matters because when we take joy in personal maintenance and self-care, 
our lives will become more full. We will have the energy to make everyone we encounter happy. And that is a truly powerful thing. An unfortunate reality, however, is that most of us have been running on fumes for so long that we have totally forgotten what it feels like to have a full tank. To be able to give our undivided attention to someone or to something. Sometimes we fail to take care of ourselves because deep down we have internalized a belief that we simply aren't worth it. Often, just realizing this can shed light on the self-defeating cycle and begin the healing process. We are all worth self-care. That much, I can promise you. The world has a funny way of making us believe that this isn't true. A lot of times, caused by our own personal traumas. While these traumas can take years to untangle, the simple knowledge that we are enough and that we are worth it helps. To those of us who give everything in sacrifice of others, just thinking about self-care can seem selfish. I offer that you can't give true care until you have cared for yourself. No one can draw from an empty well. In other words, you have to put on your own oxygen mask before you can put on someone else's. Again, these beliefs can take a lot of time to untangle. And I encourage everyone to forgive and be patient. Changes aren't made in a day, but a pattern of change that will change our lives forever can be set in motion in one day, in one moment. I invite you to let this be your moment. Let's make a change and remember that we are worth self-care. So, what does self-care look like? The answer to that is simple. It's up to you. I want to thank you so much for listening today. Where we put our attention is what our lives are made of. And I thank you 
for letting me be a part of your life today. If any of this was helpful to you, please share it with someone you love. If you have a moment, please leave a review. Anything you can write down about the podcast would mean the world to me. I don't know about you, but I always check the reviews before I start a new podcast. So if you think someone would like this, please help them out by writing a review. I thank you from the bottom of my heart, and I hope you take something from this episode and it makes your life a little brighter.